Hey everyone, welcome uh, back to the Tribe of Nerds. Uh, so uh, I'm filling in time tonight. Uh, Josh and Gabe and I are going to hopefully get our Book of Boba Fett finale re- uh, podcast recorded uh, within the near future, but figured I'd uh, fill in time by doing uh, my Survivor uh, best player to not win each season Uh so I'm going to go through all 41 U.S. seasons and talk about who I think personally think the second best player this season was who did not win. Uh, there are a few winners on who win other seasons on the list that were in some of these other seasons that, uh, in my opinion, were the second best player. Um, I mean, some of these players, even though I'm not exactly a fan of them, uh, I... It, it's hard not to say that they may be the second best player of the season. Um, however, obviously some, I have some bias towards some players, uh, but, uh, we will get to them as we go. So, all right. So we'll start with survivor Borneo, the first season. So part of me was thinking Rudy, um, because Rudy was well liked, uh, by the end of it, by the, jury and it seemed that he probably would have beaten rich um i would think um and rich obviously didn't have to break his word in that final challenge um that 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 really great strategic move in the at the final three that i think was richard hatch's best move in season one um but uh i'm gonna go with kelly wigglesworth the runner-up i mean she did lose by one vote but i think richard had that in the bag based on uh the jury um there um kelly did win challenges when she needed to she uh for season one i mean she was at least playing the game i don't know that she's a great player necessarily um i mean we saw that on her second time and second chance i I just don't know if she's exactly uh this a plus survivor player but in terms of season one, I think she's probably the second best player, and she did only lose by one vote, regardless if maybe uh, she was never going to win against Rich or Rudy, um, because it seemed that the votes for Rich were pretty locked in going in, and some jury members ended up switching their votes just because of Sue Hawk's speech, that, uh, the Snakes and Rats speech that switched them over because Sue was being super, uh, (laughs) super mean. Um, so, I mean, it's tough. I'm going to say Kelly Wigglesworth and stick with it for Borneo. Australian Outback. Some of these are a lot simpler. Australian Outback, definitely Colby Donaldson. Um, I think Colby obviously was like the figurehead of the season. Really? I mean, everybody loved Colby, um, back in season two, um, he won so many challenges. He was this challenge beast, um, and he was really the hero of the season. And you can argue he lost by taking Tina to the end instead of Keith. I think, I think Tina obviously played the better game. Um, I don't think Colby did himself any favors by his poor final tribal performance. I still think he had a shot. And I think this four to three vote was a lot closer and votes could have shifted in Colby's favor had he given a better speech or a speech at all. Because I think he had like, when they used to do closing arguments, I don't, I think he's just like, I'm not going to give any final words. And it's like, 
it's not really a good performance. Also, if he sucked up to Jerry, I feel like he could have gotten Jerry's vote. So, I mean, she was kind of the swing there um, at, at that point. So it seemed. But I, I think Colby's definitely the second best player uh, or the best player to not win the season. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Colby there. That's definitely for sure. Uh, Survivor Africa Season 3, I'm going to give it to Lex. Um, uh, definitely, I mean, I think Lex, there's even thinking that he would have won the season had Kim Johnson not voted him out. He would have even beaten Ethan. Um, and I think, like, Lex was also an integral part of all the strategy that happened that season. Um, you know, he was making the calls and huge figurehead for the Braun Alliance. Um so, but kudos to Ethan for being able to uh, have a better relationship with Kim Johnson. I suppose that she was willing to take him to the end um, over Lex, but I still think Lex is a great player, also great in challenges. Um, Marquesas, I'm going to give it to Kathy. Uh, again, good in challenges. She, I mean, Kathy's story is amazing because she rebounded uh off of being uh having meltdowns early on and uh you know uh not exactly gelling 100 percent with the tribe but they won a bunch uh and she was able to finally integrate herself and then they had the swap and she was able to be even more of uh she was able to start her trajectory to get in towards the end of the game um and obviously the road to follow the road to four where she helps cause this major ripple effect that takes down the majority of or the four person the row to four um the alliance there and um then she's the swing vote between the sean and v and sean and Vesepia, uh duo and the pascal and Aaliyah duo and she chooses to vote out sean um and then she's able to get Vesepia to keep her in the game at the final four and cause a rock draw which sends pascal home but it could it would have been kathy otherwise um Unfortunately, Vesepia then betrays her and uh, lets her get voted out at that point very clearly. And But um, Kathy's a really good player in Marquesas, uh, particularly. Um, obviously, absolutely deserved to be in All-Stars, for sure. And obviously, Lex and Colby did as well. So, um, Thailand. Thailand's not a particularly... <laughs> good cast honestly at all um it's one of the worst seasons in my opinion i'm gonna give it to helen though helen at least was a somewhat likable person on the season um <laughs> she's more likable than brian uh who ended up winning uh so um and she was playing a, a pretty good game she was playing strategically for sure um i think helen's uh misstep obviously was trusting brian way too much and uh, she definitely should have made a move on Brian, even her husband, during the loved one's visit. At, and when she won him as a reward, uh, he was like, you should turn on Brian. And she just refused, uh, not knowing that Brian was playing this super cutthroat uh, uh, game uh, and wearing a mask of being an actual good person. Uh but he obviously wasn't a very good person, actually. Um, but he still he still won because he had he was taking on Clay at the end, and people I guess still liked him better than Clay. Um, number six, Survivor Amazon. This one's obvious. Rob Sesternino, obviously uh, best player in in Amazon, in my opinion. I think Jenna did a great job, and I actually didn't. 
I don't think, I think Matt partially learned from Rob as he went along, but it was just way too late at that point, and uh, he weirded, weirded people out, but I do think that it's obvious Rob played the best game, and that's why Jenna voted him out at the very end. Um, and if he had won that final challenge, he's a survivor winner, in my opinion. He was ping-ponging between alliances, but was playing a good enough social game where he was... I mean, he had to be have been playing a great social game to still get John and Heidi, after taking out Alex and betraying them, to get them back on his side to be willing to take out Christy at the next vote. Um, like, just... An amazingly smart player. Obviously, uh, I listen to Rob as a podcast all the time. He's a huge inspiration for me, and <laughs> he played the game that I wish I would be able to play, but I probably wouldn't be able to play. And uh, uh, so, because I probably wouldn't come off as well as he did at uh, at times. I mean, obviously. Uh, back then, you know, he everybody said some things that probably weren't the best things to say. I think Rob even know, uh, realizes that, but, you know, I, that was back then, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, you learn. Um, <laughs> uh, number seven, we have Johnny Fairplay. Uh, I mean, I think, <laughs> who are the other options? Lil? I mean, I don't think Lil was the second best player of Pearl Islands, so I have to give it Johnny Fairplay. I mean, dude made up uh, that his grandma died, and it worked. Um, he got sympathy from people, was able to get back in power, and and was able to control the next few votes on Matilda Burton vote, which was misplayed, but then he was still able to survive the Dare vote. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and then was just voted out by Lil. So, um, but fair play is a good player, um, definitely. Um, and... Uh, even though maybe I'm not too personally fond of him, but his game was good in that season. I do wonder how close, like, where all the jury votes would have gone, but against Lil, I think fair play uh, does win the game uh, against Lil. I don't think against Sandra, but um, number eight, I have all star for all stars is next. Uh, Boston Rob, obvious one again. I mean, people argue Boston Rob should have won all stars. I think he did arguably play the best game but he did piss off the jury and it didn't really matter because him and amber got married anyway but amber was the more social uh player in of that duo um at the time uh and i, I still think i would think that um amber was the social part and rob was obviously physical and strategic and uh you know obviously that season was full of very personal friendships um and it just wasn't it was just a very negative season. It's not the worst, but I don't have it super high because of how negative it was and because a lot of the fan favorites and really fun players got voted off early for their threat level, uh, which sucks, and not many of them could do anything about that. Um, but definitely Boston Rob obviously came back and really owned the game up until uh, really... Uh, pissing the jury off which is a huge part of the game that you need to learn but he did eventually um or at least he learned to take uh worse uh more annoying people or more uh people that pissed people off more than he did um number nine vanavatu we have uh, uh the next season we have twyla um there's an argument sure that twyla did play a better game than chris um he won that season um, 
I think she made some good moves. She did lie about her son, but Johnny Fairplay lied about his grandma. So, like, or she made a deal about her son and then went back on it. But she made the right move. She was on the bottom of the women's alliance or near the bottom, and they were able to flip the entire game on Amy and Leanne. So, um, I, I mean, I do think absolutely that Twyla was a good player. I don't think she should have gotten as much hate as she got. Um, at the final tribal, but she didn't really do herself any favors by going in with that sort of attitude. But I do think her game is she her game was still pretty good. So um, and she didn't deserve as much hate as she ended up getting there. Number ten, Palau. Um, Ian Rosenberger. Um, Ian. I mean, it's it was Tom or Ian. Um, obviously, you know, early on it was the Stephanie show up until she got eliminated. Finally, because you know Ulan sucked. But it was definitely Ian and Tom. One of them was winning. You knew, um, you were pretty confident that Tom was going to take it, but Ian was definitely uh, in contention there as well um, up until uh, Tom got him to quit the game. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel like it was, I feel like Tom was definitely personally hurt by Ian uh, wanting to take him out, obviously, um, because they had such a good relationship throughout the game. Um, so I, I don't know if it was deliberate on Tom's part to manipulate Ian. Um, it just sort of happened that way, but I do think it was out of personal feelings for sure. But Ian was a good player up until when he lost his, uh, he lost his, uh, what relationships and what game he had at the very end. So, um, because of the decisions he made there. Um, Guatemala, I have Rafe. Uh, you could say Stephanie, but I feel like Stephanie absolutely pissed people off, and I feel like she was just following what Rafe did, and I feel like Rafe was getting less of the blowback, uh, on that. Um, I, I think, uh, Rafe, Rafe's mistake was obviously telling Danny she could release him from the promise. I feel like Danny was probably voting him out anyways, um, and taking Stephanie, uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, Rafe played a really good game in Guatemala, um, really wasn't on the chopping block at all until the final three, really, I don't think, um, could be wrong, but I don't, I don't ever think Rafe was in trouble up until the very end of the game, um, uh, number 12, 12th season, Exile Island, Panama, Suri, um, I, I, honorable mention for Terry, but, obviously social game and i think strategically Suri was uh doing better obviously than terry um who came in in a really horrible in, in a disadvantageous at a disadvantage numbers disadvantage but he didn't really um uh, make smart enough offers for why people should flip evidently um and so uh yeah i mean uh, so I have to give it to Sari. She orchestrated a 3-2-1 vote. She got taken out because of a uh, fire-making uh, challenge uh, at the end. Uh, and so uh, because Terry had that super idol, which if he didn't have that, he would have been gone, obviously, because RS won immunity, and it wouldn't have been a tie between Sari and Danielle. So I feel like, again, uh, with the factors uh, in her control at that point, I think she did play uh, a good game at that at that point. But unfortunately, it just it, it never works out for Suri, unfortunately. Um, but, and who knows what would happen had Bruce not gotten medevaxed. They could have had a round where they could have uh, flushed Terry's idol at that point. Um, 
but Terry was winning almost all the challenges. So, I mean, I, I don't know. That's just speculation. If you have an extra round, are they going to be able to win that too? I don't know. We'll see. We, we don't know. Uh, Number 13, Cook Islands. Definitely Ozzy. I mean, Ewell's obviously the best player of the season, but Ozzy lost by one vote, and I think it was more deservedly so. Um, Ozzy definitely represented the physical part of the season and absolutely dominated the challenges in a way that I don't think really many people have as much as Ozzy did, specifically in Cook Islands. Not just individual immunities, but the tribe challenges as well. Uh, for the I-2-4, and uh, definitely Ozzy is the second-best player this season and really, really fit the um, Brains versus Braun showdown with him and Ewell at the end. Number uh, 14th season, Fiji, Yao Man, 100% Yao Man. Uh, it was earlier Yao Man that was going to win the season, similar to Tom and Ian in Palau. Uh, Yao Man really, uh, you could say, oh, well, they're going to take out the old old dude, um, but they didn't, and, uh, he played a really, really good game, uh, Earl just played, uh, slightly better, and obviously, um, the confirmation that, um, at, uh, you know, Earl had the All Black Alliance, which is a really, you know, a really groundbreaking thing to have this final three that's an, that's an All Black final three, that they had this alliance because of what happened on day one in Fiji with them all starting on the same beach together, um, and kind of that season was supposed to be like Cook Islands and split up by race till one person dropped out and they had to start with 19 people, um, and Earl just played a really good game besides the fact, um, so, um, I just think Fiji's so underrated, and Yamian and Earl are a huge part of that. Um, number 15, uh, China. Um, I'm going to say Amanda. Um, I think Amanda definitely played... Uh, I, you could argue she maybe even played a better game than Todd. Todd was just able to argue his and articulate his game a lot better than Amanda was at the end. Um, but Amanda played a good game um, in China. I, I really do think she played very, very well. Um, if she had articulated her game better, she very well could have gotten more than one vote. Uh, <laughs> she got less votes than Courtney, and I don't think Amanda played a worse game than Courtney. So, and I don't, I don't know that Courtney played a terrible game, given <laughs> who she is, but, uh, I, I definitely think Amanda played the second best game to Todd in that season, uh, if not better, had she, uh, given a made a better case for herself. Uh, number 16, Micronesia fans versus favorites. Suri again. Uh, Suri really got screwed by it being a final three instead of a final two. You can say, well, shouldn't you adapt to what happens, like, and assume that because there's all these medevacs and based on days. Well, I think they were notified that it would be a final three from the beginning and didn't assume that would change. And Suri was playing for it to be a final three, because, you know, you should know <laughs> what amount of people will be at the final tribal council to play towards, uh, especially in that end game. and I absolutely think Suri was playing towards that, uh, because she figured that, you know, that would be the best way to get to the final three, was the game that she ended up playing, and then she'd be able to win, uh, with making her case, and Suri just played such an integral role in a lot of the blind sides, devising them, and yes, like, Parvati had the relationships to put them in motion, but Suri was still likable, 
and you know she had the strategic mind even more so than in Panama uh, in season 12 and so uh, yeah Sari played a really good game here um, uh, number uh, 17 Gabon so Sugar like kind of ruled the season but she did so playing with her emotions and obviously she wasn't going to have a shot at all of winning Gabon um, at the very end um, I could say Maddie, but I'm going to say Kenny. I actually think Kenny played a great game up until when him and Crystal made the fatal error of uh, messing up their uh, split vote plan to blindside Maddie and flush an idol that they thought Corinne had because of Bob again. Um, but, like, like if Crystal, if Kenny and Crystal have been like, well, we'll just both vote Maddie and, you know they really blew up their chances at that point and lost the goodwill of everyone else and became the next targets because they screwed that up. Uh, because, um, but um, I, I really think if that not happened, like Kenny would have been a, in a great position to win the game uh, because he could have taken Crystal and probably Susie to the end, maybe probably even Sugar. And they, I think Kenny probably wins uh, against any of those three women uh, based on the games that they played specifically and how the jury uh, despised them. Uh, so, uh, token teens, I'm going to say Stephen Fishback. That's very clear. He did get zero votes, but it's against JT, who played an extremely good social game. Stephen Fishback played a great strategic game in token teens. Um, and him and JT were a great duo. I, I don't think Steven was actually, like, disliked. Uh, JT was just so likable. Um, and so, but Steven came up with the plans and, like, worked so well with JT. And, uh, you know, they haven't done as well without each other in their subsequent seasons. Uh, so, uh, they'd have to play again together, which won't happen probably at this point. Uh, you know, it'd be cool to have dynamic duos together, uh, like a blood versus water season, but like, I don't know. It'd be cool to see, but Samoa, so <laughs> I don't like Russell Hance, um, but I feel like in Samoa specifically, he's probably the second best player. People will definitely argue the f best player because of how much airtime he got, and this was all the Russell show. Um... I would say Brett, um, but we just weren't shown Brett, but Brett probably would have slam dunk 9-0-1 against any of them because of all the glues on the jury. Um, Russell played a solid strategic game. He played a game to get to the end, but he didn't play a game to win. Um, and that was his fatal flaw, and it's always been Russell's fatal flaw, and he just doesn't have the social awareness to ever win this game. Um, but I, and as far as Samoa, I probably have to give him the best player to not win that specific season, but he won't be anywhere else on the list. Uh, Heroes versus Villains, Parvati. Uh, Parvati obviously won Omicronesia. Heroes versus Villains, she had this massive target on her back, was able to align with uh, Russell and Danielle, and they were able to turn a minority into a majority alliance that ran the game. Um, she lost a little bit of traction when Russell just went after Danielle for literally no reason. Um, uh, and, I mean, she had that double idol play at the final 10 at the merge, getting JT out and being able to read that situation so perfectly. 
but she was just so tied to Russell. That's why Sandra won. Sandra played socially well uh, with the heroes and was able to, I mean, that's really why Sandra won that one the second time. Um, but Sandra's so aware of everything. Uh, so I still think Sandra probably deserved it, but Parvati was a really good uh, second place, and she was she played well that season. I can't, no one can deny that. She just made the fatal mistake of being so tied to Russell, who everyone hated. Um, uh, Nicaragua, Holly. Uh, Holly absolutely um, played, I would argue, the best game in Nicaragua. Um Again, just like Kathy, she was melting down, threatened to quit. She threw Dan's shoes in the water. Like, this lady was going crazy in, like, the, you know, the, like, day six. Um, but she was able to turn it around thanks to Jimmy Johnson and his pep talk. And just, like, she played a really great game from the swap onwards. She connected with the younger uh, tribe, the younger kids, and then uh, was able to be in a solid position, and then when it hit the merge, she got herself in a really solid alliance, and they were able to get the game, uh, be able to get rid of Marty, and they were able to flip the game onto Brenda, um, and she had such a good social game that people appreciated her being willing to give up the reward for some people who wanted to quit the game in Purple Kelly and Ayanka, and then she was just able to have a solid majority up until Fabio won too many immunities. And then she just got, uh, she unfortunately was collateral damage at the end. So, but I absolutely think she, I, the only votes I don't think she would have gotten were maybe Jane's and definitely Dan's because Dan didn't like what happened to his shoes. But, um, yeah, um, Redemption Island, this is tough. I'm going to have to say Andrea. Um, I don't know. It's definitely not Philip, um, unless Philip somehow came out and said he was playing the annoying dude that followed Boston Rob until the end and then came out. But I don't even know if that actually would have worked or if people just would have laughed at Philip. So um, I don't know. I just, I'm going to have to do Andrea. There's, you know, people are saying Ashley probably would have won. Uh, and that's why Rob wanted her out so bad. I don't know. Um, and Andrea was voted out twice in the same season. So I don't know. Redemption Island is a tough one. It's not a slam dunk at all. And Rob was very clearly head, heads and tails better than everyone else in that season. So, um, uh, South Pacific, I mean, coach probably, um, obviously Ozzy was a huge contender. If he had won that last immunity, he would have won the season uh, one on his third try uh, in Survivor. Um, but uh, Coach ran the game and just couldn't couldn't give the jury why, um, why, you know, articulate his game either. And Sophie obviously pounced at that and did a great job in articulating her game and why Coach didn't wasn't actually calling the shots, even if he was. And he played a much better game because he was way more focused than the first two times he played. But... I would probably give Coach it over Ozzy at this point, but I think Ozzy did play to the rules of Redemption Island, which was his strengths uh, in that particular season. But if Redemption Island hadn't been there, he would have just been what he was when the merge hit, where he would have been an early merge boot. Um, number 24, One World, um, Troyzan. I mean, Kim and Troyzan are probably the two best players of one world if we're being honest sabrina was good too but 
Um, I just don't think she did enough. And Troy Zan's social game wasn't great. <laughs> Shouting, this is my island. But I also understand his frustration with the women absolutely picking off all the men. Um, so, and him feeling betrayed. So, I, I get that. Um, but um, Troy Zan in one world was fun. And I... Um, I enjoyed his presence uh, on a season that wasn't that good. <laughs> so, um, Philippines, obviously Malcolm. I'm biased, but Malcolm absolutely played the second best game. Um, it was either him or Denise that were winning. Lisa and uh, <laughs> Redacted Mike Scoopin were not winning that season, uh, especially not after they decided to take out Abby. And I'm there's an argument that Abby might have even beaten the two of them. So, I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't know, but I mean, it was Malcolm or Denise, they just played so well, um, and unfortunately, uh, Malcolm made the faux pas of, uh, telling Denise he was gonna vote her out, or, you know, that he was unsure, so I mean, couldn't commit, uh, was unfortunately his fatal error in the game, because I think <laughs> Denise has even said that she would have taken him, and she, hey, he not screwed up, so I get that, but up until the final four, Malcolm was playing probably the best game, uh, him and Denise were playing the best games, and Malcolm was playing probably the best until he screwed up. So, uh, Caramon, so, like, I wanted to say Malcolm again, but he definitely made some errors for sure, uh, and put himself in the bottom position to get ninth place in this season. Um, but, I don't know, it's Caramon. I would say Dawn, because uh, Dawn didn't play horribly. Uh, she's just up against Cochrane, and also, like, people are pissed at the mother who cries all the time, so, I don't know, I, I don't know, I want to say Dawn, but then I'm like, I just think Malcolm was really fun to watch, but I get why he got ninth place, and, uh, but he was also going to be a threat no matter what, uh, but he did put himself in that bottom, and it's kind of Corinne that kind of screwed him into that position, but he... Uh, you know, he wasn't able to get help get the numbers, so, um, but I'll say Malcolm, but, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to hearing Dawn as the second best player. 27, Blood versus Water, the original, I'm saying Hayden, uh, Hayden was a big brother winner, that's very clear, and had the rock draw worked out, uh, Hayden probably win, goes on to win the season, win Survivor as well, um, and it's sad that he has not been back, and definitely they only brought Cat back to get Hayden, um, because they were dating at the time, uh, but Hayden is a really, is a really good player, so, um, and he knows how to play these types of social strategy games, absolutely, um, it just, luck was not on his side at that point, um, unfortunately, and Monica wasn't flipping after that, so, um, Kagian, I'm gonna say Spencer, um, Cass just was despised by the jury, um, and Wu, unfortunately, had the perception that he didn't do enough, I, everybody still likes Wu, of course, but, uh, I mean, Spencer played a really good game in Kagian, playing from the bottom position, yes, there's things he could have done better, um, but I think he played better than he did in Second Chance, I really do, um, because, you know, he, when he got to the merge in second chance, he was cocky because he was in a better uh, position strategically. But then when it, in Kagian, because he was in this underdog position, he obviously wasn't as cocky fighting for the bottom and uh, endearing himself to everybody else. And he really tried everything he could at that 
point. Um, at least he was trying things even when it was a done deal that he was getting voted out at Final Four. Um, uh, San Wendel, sir. So John and Jacqueline are like a pair. I mean, I think after Natalie Anderson, I don't think Missy and Baylor played good. I could see Jacqueline being the second best. I'll say John Mish, but I think both of them like together um, were good. Um, John obviously made definite mistakes uh, and let his guard down too much, uh, obviously. Um, but um, I don't know. I It's John or Jacqueline for me after Natalie, and I just don't think Keith had a clue what was going on, but evidently Keith might have won if he made it to the end. Uh, so, uh, Worlds Apart, Mama C, Carolyn, uh, absolutely played a really good game. Had Mike not gone on his immunity run, Carolyn might win the season, I would hope, over Will and Rodney. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Carolyn played best with the cards she was dealt, and I really, uh, it's a crime, again, that she has not been back yet, uh, to play again. Uh, if she ever will, I would hope so, but, uh, yeah. Uh, second chance, Kelly Wentworth. Uh, uh, so it was really between her and Jeremy at the end. Spencer and Tasha, I don't think the jury liked them particularly enough in that season. Um, so yeah, I have to give it to Kelly Wentworth. Clutch Idol plays. Uh, was the underdog as well. And uh, yeah, Kelly Wentworth. That's where the legend was born because she unfortunately didn't do well enough her first time. So like her second chance, she made the most of. Um, and that's where her legend comes from. Um, 32, Koran, obviously Aubrey. Um, people arguing that she should have won over Michelle at the time. Uh, I was certainly one of those that was shocked Michelle won. But Michelle's a good player as well. And so, I mean, they were both really good players. And uh, unfortunately, Aubrey didn't uh, suck up to Scott and Jason more or something, you know. But... Michelle uh, made the most of her social connections. Unfortunately, Aubrey couldn't. Uh, Millennials versus Gen X, definitely David Wright. Um, David uh, was, <laughs> I mean, he was this tiny, skinny dude. And, I mean, people thought he would have been an early boot. But he played a really, really strong game and was a huge target throughout. And, unfortunately, just couldn't make it past that Final Four. Uh, because even Ken betrayed him, but David absolutely, without a doubt, played the second-best game of the season, and Jerry wanted him to win uh, at that point. Um, game changers. So I wanted to say Sari because she was screwed by advantage Geddon, but I don't know that she was playing as well as she did in her first two attempts. Um, so I'll say Brad Culpepper, but I don't really like game changers as a season. Uh, Sarah deserved her win. Um, Brad won a bunch of challenges, kind of turned into a bully by the end, but he did play, uh, pretty well to get to that position. So, uh, Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, Triple H, Chrissy, I could see Devin as well. Um, I'm gonna say Chrissy though, um, <laughs> who people say were robbed, uh, should have won over Ben. I think Ben deserved it. Uh, they let him get all those idols and stuff, and I know the fire-making twist is controversial for sure. Um, so, I mean, Chrissy and Devin. I'll say Chrissy, but Devin was a really good player too. Um, Ghost Island, obviously Dominic Abate. Uh, Dominic uh, played, again, argue he played better than Wendell. Wendell just connected socially with the last half of the jury um, and Laurel. Uh, so... Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Wendell and Dominic are two of the best 
uh, first and second place finishers in Survivor history. The votes clearly reflected that. So, um, uh, David versus Goliath, Mike White, uh, uh, Principal Schneebly, uh, Mike White uh, played a really solid game. Uh, I think he probably gave it away because he, to Nick, because he had already had all that money. But Mike really played a good game in David versus Goliath. Um, had he, you know, wanted to win by the end, and had he not already been famous. Um, but I, I like Mike's game a lot. And David versus Goliath is a fun season. Edge of Extinction, very clear. Rick Devins, yes, he was voted out pre-merge, but we had Chris Underwood win the freaking game. And Rick Devins only missed two rounds, and you could argue he got swap screwed because his entire rest of his tribe got stuck on one team, their entire alliance. And so it's kind of like, you could argue he definitely got screwed a little bit there. And then he came back, and he played a really solid underdog game. And I know people that probably don't like Rick Devins, but he's great TV, and I think he was a really good player, and he definitely would have won Edge of Extinction, and it would have been a little controversial, but I still think, I, I think I would rather him want to win over Chris Underwood, but Chris made the most of his last three or four days in the game. <laughs> um, so... Uh, then we have, uh, Island of the Idols, not a big fan of the season. Lauren and Janet definitely can see arguments. Dean, I really liked Dean by the end, uh, but, I mean, Dean was kind of, I mean, he kind of just made all of his moves at the very end of the game, uh, and Tommy absolutely deserved it. I, I just, it's hard for me to want to rewatch this season because it's such an ugly season, and it's, I think it's my worst ranked because of the ugliness of it, and that's a shame, uh, because we had um, some fun players here at the end game that absolutely were deserving to be in like the final five onward. So, and then there's Nora. <laughs> so, um, but four of the five were really good players. So, um, for that season, um, winners at war: uh, Michelle Fitzgerald. Uh, I really think she deserves second place over Natalie. Um, absolutely, Tony deserved to win, but Michelle didn't play a bad game at all, and even some of the jury wanted to put votes on her, but were worried that Natalie would get enough votes to beat Tony, um, which would have been a real crying shame if that would have happened, but um, Michelle absolutely played a good game to get there uh, as well in her own way and uh, showed why she was worthy of winning her first time. Um, 41, so I have Xander Ricard. I'm going to say Xander because I'm biased. I really like Xander in this season, but I know the jury didn't see him the way, same way he might have been edited in terms of, like, I feel like strategically they didn't see him the same way that the audience did. I don't think he was hated, but I don't think he deserved zero votes. I think he deserved more than Deshaun, honestly, because I feel like he was a little less sloppy than Deshaun, but I think he could have made, Xander could have made... Uh, his moves more clear, I guess. Um, but I, I really like Xander, and uh, I'm sure Xander will be back absolutely in the coming years uh, on Survivor. Um, Ricard was just playing a really good game um, throughout, and we thought it could have been Shan, but he was able to turn that around and take out Shan, and then we thought Ricard might have it, but you know he was too out there as a threat, people wanting to get rid of him, so... I don't know. I'll put Xander down, but Ricard is definitely an honorable mention at that at that point. So there we go. That's 41 uh, seasons um, 
second best player in my opinion or the best player to not have won that season so uh thanks for listening see you on the next podcast on tribe of nerds